Welcome to the NFT Now podcast. Every Wednesday, we speak with trailblazing artists, collectors, and technologists about how NFTs are redefining the creative economy and how you can be a part. I'm Sam Heisel. I'm Alejandro Navia. And I'm Matt Medved, and we're on a mission to empower the creators of culture. Welcome to the show. What's up, guys? How are we doing? Uh, we are doing well. Que tal, Matt? So glad to be here once again. All right. Well, today we got Olive Allen, OG crypto Ooh. artist, uh, an opinionated artist as well, who tell who like shares how she's feeling through her art. Um, I think a master of satire. Um, she's you know behind projects like Sheeple. What are you guys excited about for this one? I'm really excited to just get to speak to her. I like she's one of the first artists that were I was introduced to into my own NFT journey. She's also very vocal, uh, very no bars hold back. You know, what I mean, she's very opinionated, and her work reflects that, as you said. And I think that she is a, a proper historian. You know, she's a truth finder, truth seeker when it comes to the timeline of crypto, crypto art, um, and that intersection with OG artists. So I'm excited to find out what she has for us today. Yeah, for sure. And I loved her perspectives as an artist, uh, the the kind of the growth of the, the market, what's in store. Um, she's seen how things have developed over a very long period of time. So I think that perspective is very valuable. Um, lots of good stuff in this episode. But real quick, before we do jump in, definitely want to encourage you guys to check out our newsletter, send it out once a week, compile some of our, our favorite artists, drops, commentary, things to watch out for. The list goes on. We got to make sure you own the list. That's the thing. So go to nftnow.co to sign up. And without any further ado, Olive Allen. Olive, welcome to Miami. Super excited to have you on the podcast. How's it going? Oh, thanks for having me, guys. Um, great. I'm happy to be here. Weather is nice. Sort of nice. And yeah. you guys seem okay. <laughs> We're flattered. Check in with us after all these tapings and uh, we'll see. <laughs> sure, sure. But um, I'm really excited to, to get your perspective as an OG crypto artist who has been involved in the space for a long time. Uh, tell us a little bit about your journey into crypto art and into making NFTs? Uh, just a little bit. Um, oh my God, I've been here um, since 2018 in the NFT space, since its inception, pretty much. I first heard about NFTs at the conference in Asia. Um, I think it was late January, early February 2018. And I was like, wow, this is really, really interesting. And I think it has a lot of implementations, gaming, brand industry, fashion, and of course, digital art. And I was so excited about it. And I was like, this is it. I'll have to get in. And before that, I was a painter living in New York and I was a bit disillusioned. Not disillusioned, a bit frustrated about my own practice. I always believed that uh, paint and canvas, it's so old fashioned, it's so limited. I wanted to delve deeper into tech, learn more about it. And when I've heard about NFTs, it just all came together. And I was like, That's, this is my chance. And I have to start a startup, <laughs> which was a strange idea, a strange logic, not going to lie. Um, yet I did. Yeah, it was a marketplace for NFTs of all sorts, uh, gaming, fashion, and what else, um, digital art as well. Even though I always saw it as a niche, which is it. Mm-hmm. it I mean, it's booming. I'm happy, but it is still a niche. I, I mean, I'm so excited about what NFTs can be. I mean, it's just the beginning days. 
But yeah, that's a bit of my journey, how I get in the space. Of course, it's really, really long. And now a podcast is not too long. So yeah, if you have like additional questions on that, like, oh, what happened in year 2019? You know, stuff like that. Yeah, I'm happy to elaborate. But other than that. What happened in the year 2019? <laughs> uh, uh, okay. Okay, major NFT event. Um, the very first drop in the NFT history that I did under the name of my startup called Decadent. It doesn't exist anymore, so like, don't try to Google it or anything. <laughs> it did not get much funding, but oh well. So yeah, for Halloween, I released 13 dreadful and disappointing items. Um, they're pretty dreadful and pretty disappointing. Um, <laughs> yeah, and I ended up just sending them out to various people in the community mm -hmm. who signed up. Yeah, um, that was fun. And after that, I decided to just like go down the rabbit hole. And yeah, I started meeting more items. And I did another drop on Nifty Gateway, um, I think in April the following year. And after the summer, um, I started being more, way more active than I was as an artist. So yeah, and here we are in Miami 2021. Yeah, I guess 2021. Jesus. Yeah, that's really it is. Um, you know, you mentioned the really big journey and the cycles um, since becoming an OG crypto artist. What's it like to experience the current boom in the bull market as an OG? And what are some of the pros and cons that, he, that, that you're feeling? Are we still in the bull market? Uh, <laughs> that's an opinion. Um, well, it's overwhelming, obviously. I didn't think it's going to blow up blow up so fast basically i remember january 2021 it was slowing down a little and february just all of a sudden out of the blue everybody's talking about it all celebrities start minting nfts everybody who was everyone at some point that try to get in it's just like whoa overwhelming and like you ask yourself like what are you gonna do like you're not that famous you're still in the beginning of your career how do you stand out what the hell are you going to do with, with your life, with your career, whatever, I don't know. Um, yes, I'm still trying to figure it out. It's, it, it's been quite a journey, especially these past three, three, four months. It's been a lot. What has been like that memorable moment in the last three or four months that you're just like, wow, that happened? Uh, memorable. Oh, my God. Time flies. I feel all of the moments. I mean... Jesus Christ. I mean, Clubhouse, I was like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> like, what? I have to get in now? I'm like, no. Um, yes, I guess, I guess that happened. Jesus Christ. Memorable. Oh, I had a bunch of drops. I, oh, it, it's hard to pinpoint one memorable moment. I mean, what is it for you guys? Can you, can, can you like, like dissect all the moments into like, What's important, what's not. It's just, yeah, it's all a blur at this point, honestly. I can understand that, you know, but the, there are certain moments that you can pinpoint. So, for example, like, what was a great cause of, like, joy for you in the last, like, four months, like, that you've been in this space? What caused you a lot of joy? Because you, you've been putting out a lot of works. You've been doing a lot of things. Like, what has brought you joy? Well, that's a complicated question, right? Um, I guess when I finish an art piece, um, they're, like, five seconds of joy, like, okay, yeah. I've done that. That's that's that looks great. Yeah. And then like, oh yeah, hell, I have like so much to do, like never mind. <laughs> never mind. <laughs> On to the next one. Um, I guess the process itself brings me joy. 
I mean, that's why I'm making art. I love it. Um, never, I, I never want, I mean, I became an artist not to make money. That was not the goal. It's just something that happened um, in the past three months. Yeah, but overall, it's just I enjoy the process. I enjoy coming up with ideas and um, characters and yes, like different game mechanics. It just fascinates me, the whole process. And when there are exciting projects coming my way, it makes me really, really excited. But they're not, surprisingly, they're not too many exciting ones. There are a lot of projects coming in your way, exciting, new, not that many, strangely enough. So whenever I get that opportunity to work on something that I really, really like, like the recent stuff I did um, with Save Art Space and Billboards in London for Environmental Day in the UK, that was something very, very interesting. And I tokenized the public space and we did the whole fundraising event. Um, yeah, that, that was something interesting. And we all sent me, uh, the curators, Anne and Dared sent me videos and photos of the physical space, the actual billboard with my art piece on it. And it's... Yeah, it's kind of cool, you know? Mm -hmm. it, it, yeah. And for that, I revived my uh, favorite character, the unbearable. Mm -hmm. So it got some sort of second life. So I was happy to see that. If you guys in London, please find this. <laughs> Send me pictures, tag me. When you think about the, the space, and I mean, it's been fascinating to see how quickly everything has evolved. But at the same time, there, there still are various issues or, or things to be addressed in the space. I mean, from your perspective, what are some different issues that you feel very strongly about in the in the NFT space that you feel need to be need to be conscious of and kind of work to address? Issues, right. Um, the retaining of the royalties, I've heard. I mean, 10% has been standard in the space, and I was really, really happy about it. I mean, artists deserve to get royalties from the sales, obviously. Mm -hmm. It's always been that. I always share that sentiment. But right now, I feel a lot of people try to reduce that royalty to 1%. I've heard Binance rolling out, rolling out the marketplace that will only like, give artists 1%. Um, it makes me wonder, like, guys, like, why? Like, seriously, like, don't try to send us the whole point of the industry to be kind of inclusive and give artists what was due for a very, very long time. And 1%, I mean, it's like, does it really make a difference to someone, those 9%? Like, come on, put those people, seriously. I, I think it's a bit cheap. Uh, I guess it's that's, a, yeah, that's a sentiment a lot of people share. Not a lot of people are going to voice it. So I, I, I have to do it. So what else? I guess inclusivity is also an issue, uh, even though the goal of the industry was to be inclusive. However, it's not as it seems. I mean, it seems like it is, but it, it isn't. Yeah, I think that's something to work on, certainly. I think it's collector's responsibility to include in the collection artists of color, female artists, and etc., like it is in traditional art world. Funny enough, uh, traditional art world in that sense is more progressive, strangely enough. So the space is still a bit lacking, a little bit behind on that. And I think it is important yeah. to diversify your collection and also understand that like, hey, not only white male like are worth collecting, hey, women can make art too. Minorities can make incredible art. Like, and those people are their voices should be amplified. Absolutely. Uh, Olive, one thing I've always loved about your work is your use of satire, how you tackle issues and, and social issues in your work. Um, I'd love to hear your thoughts just so you know about sort of 
speaking to that? Like what, what sort of issues do you normally tackle? How do you, like, what do, what do you want, like, uh, people who are experiencing your art to take away from, uh, what you're doing with characters like Sheeple and, and the like? Uh, well, yes, a lot of my artwork is social commentary. Um, I feel it is important to use art for good and to say the things that matter. Ah, uh, with the sheeples, <laughs> thanks for bringing it up. It's one of my <laughs> favorite series ever. Um, it's quite misunderstood by many, but sheeples meant to be anti-collectibles. They look pretty, you know, not as sophisticated as they could have looked. Um, that's on purpose. Some of them like outright bland. I mean, plain and boring. I mean, I think I have the ordinary... Ordinary Shibble, right? Yeah, I mean, nothing special about that one. So Shibble's meant to be a commentary about sheeplism. That, that's my term. It's not an actual word. Don't look it up. <laughs> it's kind of a tendency of people following what's popular and what's the latest with no regard if it's good or bad or whatever. It's just like blindly following um, the herd. So yeah, I mean, after Beeples comes the sheeples. <laughs> I mean, it, it, could, it could be read both ways. Like basically like sheeples coming after Beeple pieces or uh, like pieces of art or um, sheeples just coming just in general, lining up for whatever it is. And the third way is um, basically sheeples are, it's it's the next thing. Of course, they haven't become the next thing yet, but hey, they have a potential. Everything can. I mean, I've heard bored. Um, bored apes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> what, what was that? Bored apes is kind of like the, the next thing right now. After like, like, the punks are dead. This is it. Like, this is not a thing to collect anymore. Like, bored apes are. How long do you think that lasts? Uh, probably like a week or two. Maybe. <laughs> maybe no, no. Okay, okay. Let, let's not like be a negative here. Uh, I think probably a month, maybe two. <laughs> yeah, I think after the summer, there should be something new. Or I think August, July is the time to like, you know, some other fad to, to exist. Maybe the sheeples, maybe finally, maybe the bears. When the bear market comes, I mean, hey, yeah. just, just, it just makes so much sense, right? I agree. Yeah, and thank you for that perspective. And which brings me to a really great point. Like, you never, you never want to shy away from sharing your opinion. You know, like, um, what are some of the key issues or things that are like right on top of your radar that you you feel strongly you need to share about? Well, I, as I mentioned before, uh, the inclusivity and diversity in the space. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that collector should be mindful of it. And that, that can we go deeper into that? What does that mean? Um, no, I mean, collecting women and artists of color, that's essential. Like um, give um, various people a voice. That's a very, very important thing. I, I think crypto world kind of imitates the world of tech in general um, with its it's lack of inclusivity and sort of, I don't know, like certain voices are amplified more than others. And it's just super, super visible and it's super apparent, even on crypto Twitter. Like nobody says much about people and how his early works were outright racist and misogynistic. I mean, there was like several articles about it. He, nobody has ever addressed the issue in the crypto space, which is very, very strange. So it's like, my question is, is like, that's how people view NFT. I don't want people to view NFT space as just that character, that guy. You know, that's something that nobody has said before. And I think it's more, yeah, his imagery was racist and misogynistic. This is true. And I'd like 
people to address that and why he kept those images. That that's that's the most important question. Why he kept those images? You know, I mean, I, understandable. It's been ten years ago, but like, hey, there's an option to remove that, right? The time has changed, and if you have changed. Remove them, but like he chose not to. And also where Christus was looking at the time. Now you bring up some fascinating points. And so from that specific aspect, like how do you see inclusivity in a micro state? Like what's something that's happening right now in this space that you're a big fan of saying like, hey, these, this project or this group is bringing more inclusivity or there's this collector or there's this artist. Like what's something that you're that we can point to that you're liking in that space? Basically in the space, uh, I think there are a lot of uh, creative women in the space. The VOCA, this organization, uh, this group of amazing women are doing an important job in the space. There are not too many members as of yet, but I think they are well on the way. So I'm proud of them. Feldzine, this creative group is doing a lot for inclusivity in the space and beyond. I mean, I guess... In general, digital art, not just the space. Um, the space is just one of the aspects. Yeah, and here and there, I see a lot of DAOs or a lot of communities has been emerging little by little. And I'm very hopeful and positive to see that change. Um, it's kind of like has been overdue in a way. I want to see NFT space kind of going together with the world and the world is going forward in terms of inclusivity. I mean, maybe I live in New York. Okay. I do maybe too. Maybe not so. the world. Okay. My, my bubble, I guess. Um, hey, there's Kamala Harris and hey, she's vice president. Like the world is going forward step by step, little by little. And I want NFT space to kind of being so innovative, being so new, incredible to kind of like catch up on that as well. I mean, technology doesn't solve all the problems, all the societal issues, but just I want the space to kind of mature enough to go hand in hand with what's happening right now. Yeah. No, I, I love it. I disagree. I do think blockchain solves every problem. I'm kidding. Um, with that said, though, I mean, you, you mentioned some interesting organizations. You mentioned just some general trends. But I, I think we definitely are talking about like a, a very important issue, especially as this market starts to create so many opportunities. Don't want that just to perpetuate any like structural inequalities. In that vein, from a uh, outside of interesting organizations, ourselves, people listening, just general consumers and creators in this market, like what are what's the like things we can be conscious of? I mean, in the same way, we all have the power to vote. What what what's a power that we all have that we can really use in order to foster this more inclusive and diverse environment? Um, yeah, yes, uh, that's a great question. I feel like each of us can um, repost and share um, art of. My mind, I, I don't want to say minorities like sounds, I don't know, like, yeah. but it's the best, I guess it's the truth. Artists of color and women are the minorities in the space because uh, there are way less uh, men in the space. I think like maybe like 80%, 85%. So mm -hmm. basically minority mean like 15%, 10%. Mm -hmm. So basically amplify the voices and repost, share and purchase art created by those people. I think that's important. Mm -hmm. For sure. And I know a few collectors uh, make a point of doing that, but far from everyone else. I mean, people are more passionate about buying board apes or CryptoPunks than like uh, buying artists of color. I mean, hey, this is the truth. 
Yeah. I'm not judging anyone in any way. I'm not perfect myself. Do you have myself. a CryptoPunk? Do you have a board ape? I don't. No? Okay, there we go. You know. I do not, actually. Well, you know, Ala, but I think one thing, you know, that also characterizes your art is always being forward-looking. And I'm really curious to dive into the topic of the metaverse and what your what your thoughts are there, what your what projects you have planned there. And then also tying that into everything we're talking about, if we're trying to build a more inclusive world, like that's the world we're shaping, you know? Uh, absolutely. Uh, I think metaverse has a bright future. It is the future, one or not. Virtual reality, um, not necessarily virtual reality, just... Um, Various digital worlds are here to stay, and this is just the beginning stages of it. I feel, yeah, there are several projects that are very, very interesting in space, like Somnium Space, um, what else? Uh, Decentraland and CryptoVoxels, the three major ones. I, I think a lot more um, are in the process of being built right now. Um, and definitely everything's possible in the metaverse. I mean, <laughs> you can build it the way you want it. It's so fascinating. It offers unlimited opportunities for almost everyone. You can be anything. You can build anything. It's just incredible. I think the future is really bright. A lot of people don't quite love it because, oh, hey, like, it's not real. It's not real world, whatever. We'll be stuck in our computers. But I think it's just something we can't avoid. That's you know, if your reality sucks, build a new one in the metaverse, and that's okay. Whatever works for someone. So uh, um, metaverse is just one thing when it comes to the future, obviously. As I mentioned before, I always believe that digital art is very, very niche, a small part of what NFTs could be. And I think next wave is going to be way, way, way bigger. I think it's going to be gaming going to be gaming and brands are going to come in the space. And it's going to be just trillion, gazillion dollar industry, honestly. When brands realize that, hey, they don't have to like produce, really like spend tons of money on shipping and merchandising on factories, whatnot, and they can just like print digital stuff and people still buy it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, it, they're going to be... A, Oh my yeah, god. Yeah, 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 yeah. And hey, metaverses are catching up, so it all come together and What's your favorite metaverse uh, to spend time in? I do not spend time in the metaverse. Strangely enough, I understand it's gonna be huge, it's gonna be big, but for my I'm pretty old I'm as you said, thank thanks, thank you so much. I'm pretty forward looking, but also old fashioned at the same time when it comes to my private life. I, I try to spend as much time in this physical and the real world with people that I love, with my friends and new friends and just going places. Because I already spend enough time looking at the screens all the time, making art. And I just sometimes I, I do not have a capacity of spending time in the metaverse. It's strange. But I advocate for it. I'm down to build something in the metaverse. It's been on my list for a very, very long time. And What's something that you want to build in the metaverse? Um, experience. I think art experience. Um, I have several ideas. My art is... I, I don't know how to You've say... Been show, your art has been hung in a lot of yeah. digital Yeah, yeah, uh, true. Yeah. yeah. I, I guess I've been to the metaverse. Yeah. I walked around, of course, but I don't spend time there on a daily mm -hmm. basis, you know, like some people do, which no judgment, of course. Some people will spend time on Clubhouse. No, hey, 
all of whatever works for you. Yeah, I want I want to build experience, experiential art, sort of like installations. I know it's a bit challenging to build an installation in the real life. A lot of materials involved, a lot of planning, organizing, finding sponsorships, it's and etc. But in the metaverse, you can just do it by yourself. And that's something has been on my list for a very, very long time. And I think just one day and I'll make it happen. I love that. I love that. Yeah, you actually answered my next question, which was about like how you would ideally like to see your art displayed. And so what I'm curious is, you know, how you're thinking about the long term of your own project. You know, is there is there some box that that it hasn't been checked yet? Is there is there some like idea that you've been working on for a long time that you need to see come to fruition? Oh my god, so many. Honestly, I have so much in my bucket list. Yeah, obviously metaverse building. And something else that kind of crosses over to more traditional art world. I want to see my art both in the metaverse and in physical art gallery where I can actually go and see it. My art is quite diverse that way. And I make paintings. I still do. And I still make digital work. I still do. And I gamify it. Yes, I do. And I use technology. Yes, I do. And artificial intelligence is something I'm also looking at. And for has been fascinating for me in, for a very, very long time. Not necessarily AI-generated artworks, but AI-enabled. Mm. So I make characters, right? So in a way, I would love them to come alive and kind of exist independently for myself and my in- input. I think that'd be fascinating, but I don't think technology is yet there. But one day... It's going to be fun, like my characters all living in that strange metaverse that I designed and act up the way they are independently from me. That, that'd be something amazing. So as we kind of look forward in the, the coming months, a lot has happened. You'll be running the metaverse in due time. What are some specific projects that you're really excited about that you're working on or uh, what you can tell? Well, what I'm working on, I'm... Different paintings, different, nothing specific as of project, project, um, more of individual works that I'll, I'm partnering with on the new NFT platform that's coming up in July. I don't know if I can tell you the details, so I'm releasing artwork as that platform, um, and it's going to be an exhibition in London as well, so I, I I, I don't know if I am the one to announce that or <laughs> yourself. Like, yeah, it's coming. It's going to be July. It's going to be great. Um, yeah, that's all I can say. What else? I mean, different projects. I don't know if I can really say specifics. So just, I'm not the person who, who's like, oh, I have an exciting announcement. I'm going to announce <laughs> that. Like, I'm going to announce something exciting later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like it. Yeah. No. I'll have, like, one last question to wrap it up to bring the conversation. We're in the... We're, we're sitting down at the same table five years from now. What has happened? What do you want to see in the world of NFTs? And what's like a mission that's important to you that you want to see evolve? Oh, wow. That's a difficult question, right? Um, hmm. My ideal future in the NFT space, um, I want NFT. I don't want really to like NFTs as much as word. Um, I, want this, I want NFTs to be a standard for um for all digital art, which it will be down the line, certainly. I'm 100% sure of it. Um, that art world is going to adapt that, that every, everybody will be using it, brands, um, gaming companies. I'm sure it's by then. Yeah, a lot of games will be built specifically for that. And yeah, it's going to be way more diverse and way crazier 
So it's trillion dollar industry. I think in five years it's going to be thriving. You know, it's going to be so huge. I think right now it's just day zero still, mm-hmm. despite so much hype and so much buzz about around it. It's still so, so new and so, so young. In five years, I think they're going to be first steps towards maturing, really, 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 really evolving. And like in 10, 15 years, it's going to be, wow, it's going to be just crazy. I mean, we're all very, very lucky, guys, just to be here, to yeah. witness all of this happening. For sure. Of course, of course, there are issues. Obviously, there are, but I mean, it's a, it's a new world. And uh, no, and thank you for bringing light to them when they need you are a vocal pillar to that, you know, and it's always good to see you advocating for the underprivileged and we're so grateful to have you here and here in Miami in person like Matt says URL to IRL uh, making it happen but uh, thank you so much for being on the podcast we really appreciate it well, thanks for having me guys our pleasure that was quite the conversation I loved hearing her thoughts about inclusivity uh, ensuring representation and sort of the future that she wants to build in the NFT space and ensuring that it, it doesn't look the same as uh, entrenched inequalities in, in our current world. What stood out to you guys? For Matt, you hit it right on the head and her clear vision for what she wants in this space and her courage to call out what she doesn't want in this space is incredibly empowering and inspiring, especially coming from uh, a female heroine voice who has such been so consistent in the history of the crypto art movement. So, and I think just her takeaway of what she wants the metaverse to be, you know, I think that that's, that, that was just really powerfully taken. And I just love that she's using her voice for good. She's really participating in full alignment uh, with organizations that create impact and allowing her art to be that voice of that action that represents her as well. Yeah, absolutely love it. Well, thank you all for tuning in. We'll be back next week. Your support means the world. Until then, we out.